Welcome to Beyond the Parent, the podcast for Christians seeking clarity for parenting in a confusing world. I'm Chuck Mead. I'm Jeremy Autry. And we are continuing our education series, and we're going to be talking about homeschool, the homeschool option. Now, we do have to set a disclaimer. Right, Jeremy? Yeah, cards on the table. Yeah, like this is the option that Jeremy and Cheryl have chosen for their family, Yeah, correct? Yeah, um, we've been a homeschool family since the start. My son Dylan is 20. Uh, He's going into his last year of college, and we homeschooled him. Well, yeah, we, mostly Cheryl, but (laughs) we homeschooled him. Uh, when he was in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And my wife was homeschooled, and she has every intention. Actually, she's already starting a little bit, doing some preschool things yeah. for Wyatt, and that's um, the method she has chosen. So even though this is the educational choice that we have for our families, that does not mean we believe every family should do this the exact same way. Exactly. We still very much are proponents and believers in the concept that you uh, make the best decision for your family, your personality, your kids, and most importantly, the way the Lord's leading you to educate your children. Yeah. So let's just start off by saying, okay, for somebody, Jeremy, who has never even heard of this, and sometimes people think um, homeschool education is like just from another planet. They have no idea what this means. What are we referring to? It's you know the term homeschool even sounds a little ghetto. You know what I mean? Like uh, we'll just do school at home. I don't know. It just sounds a little. We won't go to the doctor. We'll just do that at home. Right. I don't know. Right. So yeah, homeschool is what it sounds like. It is. We're gonna take care of the educating of our children in the home. You know, I guess the stereotypical homeschool situation is dad leaves for work, mom and the kids stay home and do school. Mm-hmm. Um, but the truth is. The variety, the vast differences in homeschool situations is mind boggling. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the with technology, there are so many different options and so many different ways that homeschooling can look um, that the stereotypical idea we have in our mind might not be what is playing out in somebody else's right. situation. And although probably the majority, I, I, we didn't look up statistics for this, <clears throat> although probably the majority of homeschooled families in the U.S. Um, do it for religious purposes. It's not everyone. No. There's a lot of people who have chosen this, and it's just their personal choice yeah. without any, uh, without Christianity tied into it. And this is just a guess, but I would assume that number went up after the experience that everyone had during COVID when a lot of people had kids in the home mm-hmm. doing education anyway. You mm-hmm. know, it wasn't wasn't homeschool like we're talking about today because it was still overseen by the public school system. But I bet that led to a lot of families joining the homeschool movement. Oh, yeah. So, Jeremy, as we look into different, um, as we start off really by asking the question, what makes homeschool a valid choice? What would we start off with? Oh, uh, so first of all, as we're considering, we're definitely looking at this through a biblical lens, um, remembering that it's our responsibility to make sure our kids get a well-rounded education, but at the same time focusing on the spiritual aspect of our children's rearing. Mm -hmm. Um, So in that that vein, um, in homeschooling, you're going to have fewer negative influence on your kids life. Um, 
uh, that's a strong statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess what we mean is there's not as much of a concern and an unknown about, hey, what kind of influence is happening in my kid's life today? Right. What kind of unbiblical or even anti-Christian influence is happening? We've got more of a, we've got more of an understanding exactly what that is, and there's less room and opportunity for that to be an influence that's opposite of our own. Right. So obviously we recognize, and we've talked about on the podcast before, um, every every human being's heart is uh, sinful, desperately wicked without Christ. So you can't shield your kids from everything and expect them to just be morally sound human beings on their own. So everyone has a sin nature, and at the same time, there's negative influences that can totally come into our homes just through um, media and a lot of uh, families have come to that disturbing reality thinking they were shielding their kids from everything and well here they are so while this isn't a foolproof thing that there are fewer influences um socially whether that be from teachers who have an anti-god worldview or from other students who may be influencing them to um, make poor choices and sin. Um, it's not going to be as prevalent in a homeschool environment. Yeah, I think uh, also a a benefit to homeschooling is that um, when it comes to specifically to their education, you have more control. Mm-hmm. You can make this more uh, individualized for your kid. Um, you control the curriculum. Yeah. You control how much time needs to be spent. Uh, how much time will be spent? You have control over the you know the gamut of yeah. of that. So yeah, if your kid is struggling in a certain area, you can pause and devote a whole a whole extra amount of time to where they need more focus. Um, you get to do a lot of the research as um, the parent of hey, what are the best curriculums out there? What is um, what's their worldview? What's their objective? What is the way they are? Um, approaching this subject and you get to make that choice as a parent. Whereas if you sent them to a public school or a Christian school, you wouldn't get to choose their curriculum. The school would choose that for them. So it just gives you more um, options as a parent. Yeah. Um, and it, it even allows you to not just control the curriculum, but it allows you to bring other things in and teach, treat them as curriculum. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you want your kid to, to learn about uh, automobiles or electricity or Camping, all of that can become part of your curriculum. Yes. You know, so not only is there tons of curriculum to be bought, and there's also room for you to add to the curriculum yourself. Oh, yeah. So then next thing we could look at is um, what makes this a valid choice is time. You, especially the parent doing the homeschooling, have more time with their kids throughout the day. Yeah, and your kid has more time for things other than school. Mm-hmm. You know, on uh, the typical homeschool day, typically, at least at my house, which we're not typical, <laughs> we're weird, but uh, there's much less, it takes much less time for our kids to get yeah. their schoolwork done because less interruptions, um, they're not having to wait for the class to finish this assignment, whatever it is. Uh, it, it allows for more time to do other things besides sitting at a desk. Um, doing math. Yeah, and that's a common misconception. People think that 
automatically if a homeschool or school day is shorter, that means they're not getting enough education. But you just think about the math and the average size classroom of students in a public school or even a Christian school, and a lot of the time in that class does have to, to be devoted if to everyone in that room. So if one person in that class or a few people in that class aren't understanding a concept, then more time would be focused answering that question and addressing that need, regardless of if everyone in that class needed that answer. So when you have homeschooling your when you're homeschooling your kids, you have them, you know where they're struggling, the person doing the educating, so you have more time to focus on that kid's particular needs, which frees them up. There's also things during the public school day that eat up a lot of time that mm-hmm. just don't exist in the homeschool setting. Yeah. Nobody's standing in line waiting for 30 kids to all use the bathroom. Right. You know, things like that um, that add to the length of the day in a public school or a private school setting. Very good That's point. not an issue in homeschooling. Yeah. If you need to go to the bathroom in homeschool, you just go. Just go. Yeah. You don't even have to raise your hand. Well, maybe you do. Do your boys have to raise <laughs> their it hand? Depends on the mood uh, <laughs> that my wife is in that day. That's good. And we would we could also say kind of going along with time is flexibility. So um, for schedules, you're, for the school systems, Christian school, public school, you're more locked into what their school schedule is. But you have the freedom um, homeschooling your kids to make your schedule that fit the needs of your family best. Yeah. Um, so that means the time of day, but also the actual days that education is taking place, Mm -hmm. um, uh, the flexibility that goes along with that. Um, My favorite aspect of when we're talking about time is that you as the parent get more time with your kids. Mm -hmm. Not... So in the education setting, my kids get the influence of my wife, who is amazing. Uh, But then also, because their educational day takes less time, now they have more time to spend with their mom and me in other ways besides education, um, which is a benefit as my kids are getting older and getting closer to being grown and moved out of the house. I even more see the benefit of more time with my kids. Right. And, and this really can f- flow into what we say um, <clears throat> the, really this whole pe- podcast is, which claims par- parents are the primary disciple makers of their kids. And a lot of times we as parents shy away from that or that seems overwhelming because we're thinking, I don't have the time to do that. I don't have the time, which we all do no matter what our responsibilities or schedule or educational choice is. But homeschooling does give more of that time. Jeremy, would you agree, of parents being the primary disciple-maker of their kids? Yeah, especially if one of the parents doesn't work outside of the home. Right. Obviously. I mean, if we're just talking about raw numbers, there is literally more minutes in the day for discipling your children if your children are with at least one of their parents all day long. Right. You know, I mean, it's just... It's just the simple math of it. What else do you enjoy, Jeremy, about the flexibility of homeschooling with your family? A lot. Because of my profession, we're off when other people are at work, and we're at work when other people are off. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Saturday and Sunday are both work days for us. I'm off on Fridays. Yeah. This means that my family has the flexibility of being able to do things together as a family on Friday. Ah. Uh, You know, so I don't know if that's... yeah. 
that's not that big of a deal. Maybe it might not seem like it, but this gives me a lot more time to hang out with my kids than I, I would have in my personal situation. Right. So that flexibility of our schedule, we also get to take vacations without having to worry about my kids missing school days. Yep. We can go to the theme park when everybody else is in school, mm-hmm. you know, things like that that just play out well. Right. Uh, so it's nice, um, which part of my personality and our family's personality is flexibility, yeah, and um, we're not early risers, and we're not early to bed people, and um, you know, so and we make decisions on the fly. So yeah. this plays in well to how God made me and the personality that our our entire family has. You know? right, right, and I just think so much too with the with that flexibility and with um, <clears throat> people's ability to just make arrangements. You can decide as a homeschool family whether you want to fit your educational plan to fit the school year, the school system around you and do a typical August or September through May or June with the summer break, or you can go year-round. And that's not even just a homeschool thing. There's public schools in our area that are starting to go to year-round school. I will say kids love year-round school, especially when all of their friends are out for the summer and they still have to get up and do school. <laughs> They love it. I'm My sure boys are excited about yes. it. Yes. Oh, it's okay. That was not true. That well, was sarcasm. Once you get into summer classes and everything with colleges, you're just getting used to it. Yeah. It's pretty terrible, actually. It's okay. Sorry, boys. So we went over the, what the I guess, pros, positives, what makes homeschooling a valid choice. But then, Jeremy, what would be some things that if you are a homeschool family, that you're choosing this as your educational option for your kids. What are some things to be aware of? Um, uh, this is important because uh, there are challenges. This is not the only choice for everybody. There's weaknesses to it and things you definitely need to be aware of. Um, probably the first thing that pops into my mind is there's some just uh, extracurricular things that go along with a public school education that are not available to you if you homeschool. Depending, in a Christian school. Yeah, so. sorry, private schools mm-hmm. too. Um, depending on the area that you're in, um, uh, if your kid wants to play sports, that opportunity may or may not be available to you. There's yeah. there's not necessarily a Christian version or a homeschool version of FBLA or yeah. FFA or... And one thing I'm learning is there are a lot of options for homeschoolers, but you just have to do some digging. Like I'm, I'm learning more from um, homeschooled students in our in our student ministry of different things, like they do as far as mock trial and debate and stuff like this that I had no idea existed. But you, if you went to a public school or Christian school, more than likely it's all going to be there. It's yep. very accessible. So for homeschool families, you just have to do more digging research yep. and to find those. And the options are going to be different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's yep. not necessarily this same thing available in my area for my kid. Right. So there, uh, but, but the flip side of that is there may be things that are more available to you um, which I don't want to give a, an answer for every negative thing that we bring up. But, you know, there's going to be some things that, hey, this is available because I'm homeschooled. Yeah. And if I was in public school, I wouldn't be able to do this. Another thing to be aware of is your student would overall get more limited social interaction with their peers um, in a homeschool environment than they would in a public or Christian school. Yeah, if you are a homeschool family, 
um, and you just heard us say that, you probably got your hackles up because yeah. this is the attack that yes. we, we all get. And, and uh, if you are a homeschool parent, you already have a defense for that statement. But let's just call a spade a spade. The truth is, just do the numbers. Your kid's around less people. Social interaction is happening less often, and that's something to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Again, not that it's something that you may say, yeah, great. Like, I don't even want my kids to be interacting as much with uh, peers um, in that situation. So it's just something to be aware of. Be aware of your your, um, kid's ability to interact, not just with adults, but also with peers. And that just takes a lot of instruction. Yeah, because uh, ultimately, we want to raise kids who are impacting the world Mm -hmm. for Christ. And if they don't have a social awareness, if they're not socially mature to the point that they can interact with other people, you know, then that's limited Mm -hmm. and that's a disservice to them. So that kind of plays into the next idea. We have less of an opportunity to be salt and light. Mm -hmm. Um, That can be, uh, that's something you need to be aware of in a homeschool setting. Your kid right then in that moment, because they're around less lost people because they're around less people mm-hmm. that have less chance in the world to be salt and light and it can play into that being true even as they are older yes. you know as they're adults uh, so that's a major calling of Christians you know that's yeah. the reason we're still here to be salt and light in the world and we don't want to to ignore or negate that right. responsibility so again that's kind of along the same lines as public school, you are students are given, this is your mission field. Like, this is it. It's right in front of you. You don't have to go and seek it out. But homeschool families may have to look for different creative ways to put themselves in situations around lost people when they are equipped and ready to evangelize and share share um, the gospel with people. So there just has to be a little, there may just need to be a little bit more work that goes into putting ourselves in those environments for evangelistic purposes. Um, Then another one would be there is potential. And we're going to cover at the end and just say, yes, there's a lot of stereotypes about homeschooling, but there is potential for a subpar education. Not all curriculums are the same. Not all curriculums are current. Not all, you know, not every textbook is the best education for your kid. Um, And the truth is, that there's some stuff out there and some situations where kids are not getting as good of an education as they could have gotten. Right. Um, and so if you're a homeschool or if God's leading you to homeschool or if you're praying about that choice, uh, I think there has to be a commitment to excellence. Yeah. You know, our kids deserve that. Uh, homeschool kids shouldn't come out of homeschool not knowing things just because their parents made that decision. An excellent education is available to all homeschoolers, um, but it's not guaranteed. Right. That really just moves perfectly into our last one of things to be aware of, is that it is a lot of work. And yeah. you can say more into that, Jeremy, yep. through your experience. Uh, it's it, and, and honestly, um, in my situation, my wife's a lot more involved in that. But I mean, just think about it. If if you're completely, if you're not, if you're unaware of what all goes into homeschooling, before you ever start the school year, there is choosing curriculum, uh, which is, in itself is a 
a ridiculous task because there's so many curriculums available and trying to figure out which one is going to give your kid the best education, which which style is going to fit best with your kid's learning style and their strengths and weaknesses, figuring all that out, praying through it, and then choosing, okay, this is the math curriculum we're going to use mm-hmm. for this kid where they're at right now. That's that, And then doing that for every subject. And then and then thinking towards, um, if they're going to college, thinking towards what they need to know before they get to college, all of those things, um, getting extracurriculars in, uh, again, especially if you're considering that your kid's going to go to college. Um, and then uh, when my son graduated, my wife spent weeks working on his transcript mm. because the public school system doesn't do that for you. Right. And <clears throat> you mean the public school system does? Yes, but but not. it doesn't do it for if you're homeschooled, yeah. right? Uh, the public school system, if you're in public school, private, they prepare the transcript and send it to the college. But if you are homeschool family, that's your responsibility, mm. and it's a, that's a big responsibility because that's what these people are going to look at to decide whether or not your kid gets into that school. Mm. So, just the level of work outside of the classroom experience is huge. And then you still have to do the actual work of educating your children. So on top of of all the outside stuff, now you got to sit down and teach your kid how to read and how to do basic math and how to write a paragraph and how to do algebra and how to do calculus. And and if your kid's going to learn French and you don't know French, you have to figure out who's going to teach your kid French. You know what I mean? It's just... It's big. It's very big. And it's going to be different levels of work based on the kids. Some of you um, who've homeschooled, you know and you experience that, yeah, there's some some kids, they are self, they're go-getters. They are committed to learning. They're ready to soak it all up. And then you may have other kids that really struggle in school. And so we have to keep that in mind of the, not everyone's kid is going to require the same level of focus. Some are going to require a lot more attention and some they're really like, just go, go, go. I'm going to go through these lectures and watch them and I'm going to do my homework and my work and um, be very, they're very motivated, self-motivated. Right. Yeah. So we have these disclaimers we really want to mention before we wrap things up is that no homeschool situations are the same. So if you have heard nothing but negative stereotypes about homeschool situations, and we've seen that, and you can probably see some things on TV now that are bringing those up. Yes, that's legit, but don't don't mark every homeschool situation as that. Yeah, uh, this is in our notes, but I also think it's it's uh, this important place to say this. You may think that because of who you are as a parent, or or what your past experience is, or what you know means that you're not capable of homeschooling. And this is not a sell for homeschooling. My big my big push is that you need to hear from God mm-hmm. and educate your kids the way that he says. But no one should be shutting the door on any of these options until they've heard from God. Right. Uh, if God is calling you to homeschool, if that's the direction he's pointing you in, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Your level of education isn't a hindrance. Your personal strengths and weaknesses uh, are not a hindrance. This can happen. There's enough options. Just like you said, every homeschool situation looks different. And there are enough options available to parents now in 2023 that if God's leading you to homeschool, you can do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got the – there's so many more resources, even more now than there were 
uh, coming out of COVID and online helps and things like that. Um, so no homeschool situation are the same. And Jeremy, there's a lot of stere- stereotypes of homeschoolers that aren't always true, right? No. Oh, well, that's the thing about stereotypes. They're never always true. Uh, there are They are true. There's yes. some families and kids who fit exactly the homeschool stereotype that you may have in your mind, um, but not all of them, probably not most of them, you know? Right. Uh, so... Um, don't make assumptions about homeschool families based on, uh, I, I want to like define who this homeschool stereotype kid is, but I'm afraid it could be offensive. So I'm not going to keep my mouth closed. You can just Google it. <laughs> it's, uh, I think Tim Hawkins has a song on that or something, maybe. Yeah, does he really? Yeah, he really oh, does. Okay, well. It's the homeschool family to the theme of the Adams family. Oh, that's beautiful. Do a little search we on should, YouTube for that. I'm going to do it right Maybe after we'll this. just play it for everyone here. <laughs> no. Um, no, yeah, there are those those uh, stereotypes when it comes to it, but but there's so many and you've you've interacted Jeremy too. Not only are you uh, your is your family a homeschool family? Well, what do you mean when students say there's homeschooled and then there's homeschoolers? What is, I've heard people say that. I heard that from college. I'm oh, like, I don't. I thought you heard my son say that. Your son has said it too, but I've heard it for years. I'm from not people. sure. Uh, maybe he means what we're trying to say now. Every homeschooler is not the stereotypical homeschool kid that you have in your mind. But I will say this, the stereotypical homeschool kid that you have in your mind isn't a bad person and isn't someone who can't glorify God with their life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So that doesn't mean that if my, one of my sons were the stereotypical homeschool kid that we messed up. Yeah. You know? And it's good to mention too, from the world's perspective, this is going to be the most bizarre method of education from the world looking into this. This is very uncommon. So the world may have a view of people who choose this as their option just because it's so unique in our American society today. My son that's in college now has a lot of fun conversations with people He's, as far as I know, he's the only one in his friend circle at school. He goes to a, a public school um, that went to homeschool. So mm-hmm. he has a ton of, I mean, people just want to talk about and find out what it was like to right. not leave your home in the morning and right. get on the bus or the, the car rider line yeah. and go to school, you know. So he's um, he's a curiosity. Oh, yeah. So this is a, again, a <clears throat> valid option. Um, of educating your kids, but also some things that we can always be aware of. Um, In the coming weeks ahead, we may take one week off from this conversation, and then uh, we'd love to interview some different people in our church who have chosen these different educational options and kind of hear what God's been showing them through that. We should find some kids who grew up in each of these situations to bash it. I should have never went to public school. Uh, I don't know. I have some people in mind for every (laughs) single one who have heard, but we may not go that direction. Probably not. Let's Probably just view not. the positives there. Yeah. As we wrap up the conversation uh, that we've had about these options, uh, let me just say one more time, this is the bow that ties uh, this up, you know, before we move into these interviews. Uh, the truth is training your children is first and foremost your responsibility. Yeah. That is 
a truth that is a truth religiously, that is a truth spiritually, but it's also just a truth practically. Mm-hmm. It's your responsibility to, to make sure your kid is learning the things they need to learn to better be able to serve God in this world. Um, so that is all of their education. So there are a myriad of, of viable ways to educate your children. The fact of the matter is you have to be engaged no matter which one you choose. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to be on point and you have to uh, keep your hands on the wheel. Mm, that's good. So thanks for listening to Beyond a Parent. Remember, parenting is beyond us, but in Christ we have all that we need for this journey. Thanks for listening.